Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmasi Mimarasi Rusus Mordechai. We're going straight to the videotape. Still in the Shiva of Rabbi Chaim. So another Mordechai video. It's only five seconds or ten seconds long. And there he talks, put, raise the volume really loud. And the guy with the coffee, maybe we could stop for a second. And here we go. You ready? Aim kedai shebachur. All right, so it's Kedai for Yeshiva Bacher to learn Daf Yoimi. Now, I want to show you, you know, let me just, I have to read this email. We have something very interesting today. Three pictures from the same kind of thing, but it's a long email. I'm... I cannot read the whole thing. I read it, the whole thing, twice, but I'm going to read to you just parts and pieces. It's from Elliot Mattingly from Boston, Massachusetts. He says that he went to Harvard Business School, and having spent two years in Harvard Business School, I feel qualified to say that a business school case is intellectual finger-painting relative to what one experiences on a daily basis when doing the daf. And then he goes on to say, because he didn't have a background, a yeshiva background, and he, he goes back to that, and he says, Tragedy struck our family when our first child, a beautiful baby girl, was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. He spent 222 consecutive nights in Boston Children's Hospital, and he says that it's enough to batter the mental health of the strongest of people. But... He was able to accomplish something positive every day by doing the daf that benefited not just myself, but also my, I'm skipping around there, but also my family. The camaraderie of MDY appealed to me and I could feel the energy and the sheer. And then he says that MDY is saying to him for his daughter, Elisha Vachano Chayo Bas Aviva Orly. There's still a fair mountain sheer that flies over my head, but if I'm able to take away something new each day, I'm confident I will eventually be able to fully learn with the rest of the community. To those like myself who didn't receive a Jewish education growing up, but want to learn Gemara, you're not alone. Do not let the language barrier intimidate you and get on, and get on the bandwagon. You'll be glad you did. And then he says, in closing, I want to share the event which prompted me to reach out to Moshe Hirsch in the first place. Moshe Hirsch runs the Orhe Merkaz, which I think there's over 2,000 people on it or so. It's the weekly um, newsletter of MDY. Last week, we were blessed with a son whose bris was this past Tuesday. Attaches a picture with me, uh, of me with little Chaim Oren catching up on the daf when he's just a few days old and we're still in the hospital. It's my hope to grow up with the access to all Jewish educational opportunities I lack so he will not face the same challenges I do. As you can see below, we're starting him off early Thanks again for all you do. Elliot Mattingly, Boston, Massachusetts. So I want to show you here. Go to this picture right over here. This is Elliot and his son. Which, do you see it? You don't have anything. Oh, you know why? Maybe, hold on. Yeah, I got to go here. Hold on. How about this? That's better. What's up with you today? Have everything upside Okay, because I hear more of you than myself. Hold on. Now, the next picture. Oh, yeah, it's going too quick. Here he is, Avi. 
a little quieter today. Thanks. Thank you so much. Never thought I'd be learning with my newborn instead of doing nonsense. Here's another father who is doing the daf. It's, it's flickering. We need that thing. And now a third father sent in. All in one day, Rabbi Zai, Danny Gruen. I don't know. I, f- I forgot the guy's name. I'm, I apologize. Maybe also you can put it on the screen. Baruch Hashem just had a new baby boy. Thank you. Learning the daf in Adasa Hospital. Three in one day, learning Torah in the hospital. They're all boys. All boys. Um, so real quickly, maybe I'll show you this. Because we're on a roll here. Can we go to the next screen? Here, this one. I don't know if you see this or not. And I'm going to a video. Gersh and everything Beseder up there? Maybe Avi Factor could help you out. <laughs> Avi, why don't you go upstairs and help him out a little bit? Don't ask. I told you to go over there. Go over there. You'll be the first one kicked out in the middle of the shear, Avi. Everything Beseder? Okay. So this is a group of guys from... Here he goes again. Avi, do me a favor. Help him out. There's 14 guys... Israeli guys, the cool guys that don't want to come to our siyumim, they're too cool for our siyumim, but they learned the Masechta with us. And they were promised by, what's his name, Kitov? No, Yishai. Yishai, what's his last name? Sunray, Sunray, thank you. Yishai or Sunray, sorry, Sunray. It's terrible names. He said to these 14 guys that if you go, if you learn the Masechta with us, Chagiga, I am going to take you to, you remember this? Here you go, look at this video. And he took all 14. This is not posed. This is a real video right here on the bus. That's why I love this video. They're all learning the daf on the bus. It's a little long. Maybe we can skip ahead. They went for Fort first. Look at their faces crying. Look at that guy, look at that guy, look at him. That's Sunray on the right bottom corner. He raised thousands of dollars to get these guys to learn this after. And they went in, they went to the table, came right back there and installed. They like stayed just for, I don't know, less than 24 hours. They went to some soy for the middle of the night. Look at that, look at that's Gingy, that's my barber, the guy on the left. Ah, Nathan, they call him Gingy. Here he is, here he is, here he is, Ginger, here he is. All right. That guy on the top left is Kito. Givaldik, my boy's eye. Kolakavod, Kolakavod. Sunray, what do I call him? Rabbi Isai, here we are. We are a couple lines down in the Fudzain. That's today's daf. <coughs> Sponsors, we're not there yet. The anonymous sponsor for the Koilul. 
somebody else. It's of Hillel ben Sardino, Rivko Basfega, this should be Zoichot, Tezer Shokayama. Panasachoyde, surely Rosenfeld, the memory of my dear friend Yehuda Augenbaum, also that 19 year old kid who donated $2,600 for his, in honor of his friend. Panasachoyde, but the Lach and Lebovic families, Lakewood as a schus for our families. Jonathan Davidov, remind me, Yosef, please. I need to read a very important email that has to do with something that we just read here. Jonathan Davidov, it's, a, it's an anonymous one, the one that you forwarded to somebody. John Davidov, that's Loch of Davidov family. Parasachoydish. Friends and family, Rafu Shlema, Yaakov Yehuda, Ben Gittel. Happy birthday to our wife and mother, Cyril Farkovitz. May today's learning be discussed for her and the whole family. Avram Meir, Cyril Dov, and Oshazelik Farkovitz. The Shermans of Kew Garden Hills, Lil Nishmas, our grandfather and great grandfather, on the occasion of his Yorzel Chavalf Odor, Rabbi Shol Chaim Ben Shmario, Rabbi Irving Dropkin. Moshe Steinberg, in honor of Ballerina, Yaya, and Yomi. The trying competition for the Zechariah to pass his driver's test. Everybody say everybody together. He should pass his driver. Okay, amen. Amen. We never had such kavana, not for the Lilinishmas, not for the four Shlemas. He should pass his driver's test. <clears throat> A shout out. I hope this is Corpus Christi from Texas. Thank you, mom and dad, for a wonderful vacation. Love, Ben. Zok daily Gimar, what? I read worse. It's true. Thanks for sticking that in there. There is one more sponsor. Somebody sponsored for the whole month, $2,600. A crazy story. I don't have the wording because it went to the wrong person. But basically, they went to Rabbi Druk from Bnei Brak, a young guy, and he said, we want you to be maspid. We want you to say something to Hillam for Rabbi Literally, on the spot, a minute later, he had a massive heart attack. And he's just came out of the hospital. He needs a big refuah. And uh, a big chassid of his is sponsoring for his refuah shleimah. So you should, I don't know his name, refuah shleimah for Rabbi Druk from Bnei Brak. Zog de Gemara. So we're just talking about the Aseris Shvatim, and they're all these different cities. And somebody wanted to tie in the Mushchi is Muski, is Maskua, whatever. That Now it's going to be that all the Russians are... Are all Jewish? Fine. I don't, I don't believe it, but that's what one of the guys wanted to tell you. All these places, since they have, look at this, Nachman Seltzer, I mean. Thank you, Kitov Nachman. Yeah, if anybody, give me that, so I don't. Nachman Seltzer's new book, Yishkoyach, for the inscription, I didn't read it yet. Whoa. From Kensington, from Ramada Aron, from not Ramada Aron. No, Ramada Chanan. See, if you make mistakes, don't fix it. From Sharyoshev Colony, from the train to Pasig, from Camp Moyers, from Ponovich, from Tivrach, and from Chicago, from Bnei Yeshivas and RBS, we finally grew up to become. Oh, who finally grew up to become? I'm not going to read the rest. We did this Nachman. <laughs> Says the Gemara, At the end of the day, all these people, all these apostles. So says Rashi, something fascinating. Not everybody agrees with him. But why are they apostles? The Mamzerim says Rashi, not because of who they are, but because of what they did afterwards. Because the Aserz HaShvatim, they were misboiled. They went, think about it. They go to America, you know, in the, in the, in the 40s. What happens? Look what happened to the Yidin that, that came there. A lot of them. And that's what happened. They, they, but even worse, Rashi says, they were marrying brothers, they were marrying sisters. 
Rebe- I have to stop for a second. Rebelli Delinsky is here. He made a chasen last night. Unbelievable. He's here. Kol kavod. Yishkoyach mazel tov. So, let's go. The Kulan of Sul, but because of this terrible things that they were doing, their apostle says, Gemari Kamrita Kamei Shmuel Omar Li. So for this, we must go to the chart. If I could get there before Gary gets there, it would be great, but no. Here. I can't, I could or I can't? You're there? This is the chart. Oh. So there's two psukim, Gimel and Dalit, right? One after the other. And it says, like the Schatim of Rashi, I'm just saying over Rashi. So the Torah is telling us, do not let your son marry a non-Jew. Don't let your daughter marry a non-Jew. Then the Torah goes on to say, Ki Yasser is Bincha. Who's Ki Yasser? Who's this referring to? Ki Yasser. One of the two of the puzzle before, and that is that the non-Jew is going to take your grandson, Bincha, your grandson, and veer him off the way to the Zara. But what does the Torah call him? Bincha. We all know this. Ask anybody, what, what makes a Jew? If the mother is Jewish, how do we know that? This Pasuk right here. The guy she marries, the non-Jew that she marries, will take him off the derech. It doesn't say it about the non-Jewish woman that your son marries from Pasuk Gimel. Doesn't, ignores that part. Pasuk Dalit is only talking about one of the two cases, and that is, that a kid that comes from a Jewish mother, even though the father is not Jewish, Jewish, is the famous uh, Mariel Ghazi, who says that it depends, he says, we said it once in the past, that it depends if the mother acts like a Jew or not, it depends how they bring up the kid. If they bring him up with Christmas and all that, then he's a guy. And if with Hanukkah, then it's a yid. Famous Mariel, Mariel, Mariel Ghazi. Fine. <coughs> Says Gemara. Vein bincha habomena yvezkechavim kori bincha lobena. If it comes from, if the mother is non Jew, Jewish, then the kid is not a Jew. Lukovit of Chaim Kenevsky and his Shiva, Seyova Maisa. There was a guy that came to Rab Chaim Kenevsky and said that. They need a refua for somebody. So they said, what's the, the, the person's name? Adina. Something Ben Adina. So Adina. Adina is, is the, the, the mother of Lavan. Can't, 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 can't get rid of the name. Stu, do, fine. So the guy that heard this, he had another friend that wasn't doing well. So he decided, he told his friend, well, your, your name is Adina. Ben Adina, you got to switch the name. So the guy says, well, before I says, why? Rebchaim Kanevsky, I heard in Mesa, Rebchaim Kanevsky. So he says, let me go to Rebchaim Kanevsky. says, no, don't switch the name. Switch it to uh, some." So he said, but what happened? I don't understand. Uh, you, you told the other guy, Adina. So he said, no. Then I had a, I said what HaKash Baruch put in my mouth. HaKash Baruch gave me this feeling. So his Enoch was there and he said, what about me? Should I also say things that just come into my mouth and I want to say them? So he said, if you have pure machshavas, you have nothing, no machshavas zaris in your head, then what comes out of your mouth is from Hashem. <clears throat> so you learn a couple of things here. You don't just stand do. If the name is Shira, 1,000% you got to switch your name according to Rebbechaim Kanevsky. That he never made any. Shira has to go. But Adina depends. 
sometimes it's good because no, I forgot to say he told the person Adina was was Rachel's was Rachel's mother. It's the same person. It depends how you look at it. It's either Lavan or Rachel. Lavan's wife. Rachel's mother. Yeah. Zakti Gemara. Very good. You're talking about the Shvatim, that all the men of Aserza Shvatim don't count for anything because if they married Gayim, then the kids are Gayim. But what about the Aserza Shvatim, the women that were from Aserza Shvatim? We just said that they're considered Jews. It's a lotion, not of tsar. It's a lotion of getting ripped, popping their womb, um, exploded, or it wasn't functional anymore. Once they had to travel and go to Golos, and by the time they got to whatever country they got to, we know we have a tradition, they didn't give birth. Don't worry about it. There's no Jewish women who had relations with Goyim that had children. This is a tremendous chiddush. That Chachamim were geyser on these people and created something that didn't exist. They said, again, with the power of the Chachamim, they have a power to say, these people are non-Jews. I, in future generations, they are Jewish. If the Jew, the Jewish woman marries a non-Jew, her child is, is a Yid today. In that generation, Chacham went and said, they're all non-Jews. That's how we're going to pass it. And that's what they are. These Jewish women, they gave birth to Zarim. What's a Zar? Someone that's not part of Klai Yisrael. Says the Gemara Yosef, Rav Yosef, Achorid, Rav Kahana, Yosef, Rav Kahana, Kamid, Rav Yehuda, Yosef, Rav Yosef, was saying, Asidin Yisrael, Da'av, Yom Tavo, Klai Yisrael is going to make a yontif. Ki When Tarmid is going to be destroyed, there'll be a yontif. Why? Because as we learned yesterday, Tarmid has the slaves of Shlema or the, the women of Yerushalayim. Whatever it is, it's a bunch of Jewish women who had relations with either the, the slaves of Shlema or Goyim and produced Mamzer. According to that man, Mamzer. Says Gemara, what do you mean <clears throat> they're gonna make a yantiv in the future? Vacharim. We don't know of a yantiv that happened yet, and they are destroyed. Says Gemara, have it. What was destroyed is not tarmoid, it's tamoid, something else. No, it, it is the same. What happened was it doubles up. It, you try to chop the head off from here, it grows from over there. They were never able to completely destroy. Tamoid or Tarmid, whatever you want to call it. They tried, they destroyed one area and it started populating from the other side. So in Mela, they couldn't make a yant. Kharib my gisa, is my gisa, they destroyed one side, it popped up from the other. Vikhar my gisa, is my gisa. Yazurab Nuna Kame the Ula. Vikahabishmaita. So Rabbi Nuna is bombing Ula with questions and learning. Omar so Ula says, Mogavru, Mogavra. Look at this unbelievable Tamil Khakam, look at his questions. However, if not for the fact that it comes from Arpanya, which are a bunch of mamzerim. Just take a mamzer, this Rav Amnuna. He's a great Tamil Chacham, a little bit of a mamzer. Iksaf, so he saw that Rav Nuno was really embarrassed. Oh my lay, so he took it back. 
He said, Kesef Gugalta Lehecha Yahavis, what do you pay taxes to? Omalei Lepum Nahara. Not to Harpanya, I give it to Nahara. Omalei, you came from Nahara. Some explain from the fact they saw that he has Busha, so it's one of the simonim of a, of a Yid, of a kosher Yid. So Ula took a bag and he said, it goes by where you pay taxes. You're not, you're not from Arpanyo, you're from Naharo, Pum Naharo. Okay, you're a good guy. My Arpanyo, why is it such a terrible place? He called him a mom. He didn't call him a mom. He said, Look, you're your apostle. Omar Abzeiro, Har Shaakal Poinamboy. If you don't have a Shidduch, it's going Shver and Shiduchim, the Shidduch crisis. So you go to Harpanya because that's where there's a lot of people with Psulim. And somebody will marry over there. It's easy to get a shidduch. It says in the Brisa, if you don't know exactly what your genealogy is, what, where you come from, you go, you don't have, you don't know your yichos, you go over there. It's worse. Amuk over here doesn't literally mean deeper. It means it's not amuk where you get a shidduch from. Huh? You mean the guy that went there that doesn't have a good shidduch? He's also a shtickle uh, on the same. They're not mamzerim. There's some mamzerim. There's a sveiki mamzerim. There's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. I don't know exactly. He himself has issues. Just goes in there. Amuka. They say it doesn't work anymore, Amuka. Since they put up the machitza, there's no more shidduchim there. Amuka <laughs> So Shaul Gehenim has a way out. Evdeim, I'll, I'll redeem them from Gehenim. Look, uh, a year, the maximum 12 months, a lot of times as we learned in the other Masechta, a little dip, dip in, dip out, you know, a flip on the, on the barbecue grill for a minute. And then you go into Ganeiden. That's from Gehenim. Vilu psul. If a person is a mamzer, is a psul, they do less with the content. There's no way out of it. There is actually. If we don't know who people are, then they don't. Because if you think about it, let's say I'm just I, I was thinking like if you have like ten thousand aseret shvatim that were mamzerim, so by our generation will be in the millions, right? They they never go away. So they marry and all the so the entire Russia is mamzerim. The entire whatever you want to say muski this that. All of Iraq. But if you don't know who they are, so they, it becomes bottle. That, that's, that's the Allah. Like, you don't have to be choshish for something like generations later. They physically, halakhically, they become bottle. But a psul doesn't have a takana. If you know who it is, you know that they're generation after generation, mamzerim, there's no takana. Says the Gemara, psuli darpanyo, the mamzerus, where did the harpanyo get the mamzerus from? Mishum psuli the mishon. They're close by to Mishan city, so they got it from Mishan. Upsuli the Mishan, Mishan Upsuli the Tarmin. And Mishan is close, they got it from Tarmin. Upsuli the Tarmin, Mishan Mavdi Shloima. And Tarmin, as we said, you had the slaves of Shloima were very wealthy, and they forced the Jewish women to marry them. Behind the Amri Inchi, Kabarabah, Kabazuta, it doesn't matter what the Psul is or the measurement is. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a large, it could be small. Migandiv Azal Shal. Rolls into Sha'il. Eventually, it works its way out to, 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 to further away cities like Arpanya, which is the furthest from Sha'il. And with that, Rabbi Isai, Hadrin Allah, Chomesh Yisr Noshim, Hadrin Allah, Chomesh Yisr Noshim, Hadrin Allah, Chomesh Yisr Noshim.
the very first Mishnah of Sefes Yivamas, we learned about the 15 Tsaras. You see, if you just started today, you started yesterday, brand new parak, you don't really need to know much, and if you're still struggling, you'll figure it out eventually. So, we have the 15 Tsaras. These are the 15 women. The way you, Okay, for the guy that just showed up today. The Torah says, let's see if we even have a, a pasuk here. Maybe I'm going to go away from this. No. No. Okay, we have the pasuk a different place. If a person has a sister-in-law, he's not allowed to marry a sister-in-law. But there's an exception to the rule. If the sister-in-law becomes an almana, she loses her husband and her husband, your brother, doesn't have children, then you're allowed to marry the sister-in-law. It's called yibum. She falls to you, yibum. So there are 15 women that if they fall to you, to yibum, you cannot marry them. You cannot do yibum. For instance, a very obvious one is your own daughter. If your daughter married her uncle, your brother, and that brother passes away, so you're not going to be miyabim your own daughter. But not only that, you cannot be miyabim your daughter's co-wife, the tsara. Says the Mishnah, one of the 15 things that we learned was the case of a brother who was born after the death of his brother. So, if we look at the Pasuk here, it says, This is the Pasuk of Yibu. If the brothers are living, they're sitting together, together, and one of the brothers dies, and he doesn't have a child, so then the Pasuk goes on to say that the brother that's alive should marry the brother who's dead is wife. Okay. But it has to be yeshvu, as the Gemara is going to say. They have to be together. You want to learn from Yachtov, that's your thing. But the Gemara says from the word yeshvu. They're sitting, they, 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 they were together in the world, they were alive together in the world. But what happens in this case, right over here, this chart took a very, very long time to make. And Bezer Hashem, these are, the charts are going to look a little bit like, a little bit more like this. A lot of help from our artist, our in-house artist, Yoshi. Over here you have, who did all the designs and everything, besides the M and the D and that, what I did later on in Shni and Shem. Fine. You have over there Reuven and Shimon, the two brothers, the Baldwin brothers. The brothers, because they're bald. And you also have the little child who's a bald kid. He's also one of the brothers. What happened was, step number one, if we go with this, step number one, let me see if I could turn on my laser. Let me go over here. Let's see if it works. No, I don't got laser here. So you go over here. Yeah, over here I have laser. How come I don't have laser here? Oh, hold on. Did I turn it off? It's on. But it could be that the battery died. No, it's on. Oh, here's laser. Here's laser. Okay. Shvacha laser. Who says Shvacha laser? Okay, you have two brothers right here. You see on top it says brothers. I'm going to try to stay consistent for the rest of the Sechta. This, is, this shows brothers right over here. Okay. So you have Ruvain on the left. He really should be on the right. From now on, fine. Shim is on the left. Ruvain is married to Mazal right over here. 
And we're going to call her for now Rishayna. doesn't matter. And then Shimon is also married. At the same time, he married the Bat'ayin lady. She's Shni on the Mishnah. Okay. Step two is that Ruvain, who's in Dubai right now, he, he goes bye-bye. He goes to Dubai. Dubai bye. So that's step two. Now what happens? After step two, this little guy is born. That's one way we had, we already discussed this case in depth. There's another way that this Yibum and then he's born. But this Mishnah says, step three is, little Yisachar is born. So since Yisachar wasn't in this world when these two guys were married, he's called, right over here, right over here, you probably can't see it because I can't see it. But he, she is a wife of a, of a brother who wasn't around when he, was a, when he was alive. He was born after the death of his brother. Therefore, Mazal becomes what? A erva. What is she called? What Isser does this little guy have to marry her? Eshesach. The original Isser of marrying a sister-in-law remains. The whole only time you have a head to marry the sister-in-law after the brother dies is if he's alive during the brother's life. But it didn't happen. So, these two guys, you see the red arrow, this red thing going here on the three, that means Osir. Green means Mutter, this is Osir. This little guy cannot marry. But then what happens is, Shimon is Miyabim her. You see the green, the green right over here, the green. Four, he is permitted to be Miyabim Mazal. You see this little Mazal over here? That's because she goes from being Reuven's wife to being Shimon's wife. He's Miyabim. Unfortunately, he goes bye-bye, step number five. But Ruve, Shimon was married to this lady also, a co-wife, Batayin. He's married to two women. So you would think that after Shimon dies, or bye-bye, this little guy should be Miyab and Batayin. But he can't. Why? He goes, look at this. There's an arrow here, and he bumps into the, the, the erva. He cannot marry Mazal forever and ever because she was and therefore he cannot marry Batayin who is a Tzara, Tzara of the Erva. She is the, co- the co-wife of an Erva. Says the Mishnah inside. What's the case? There are two brothers. There's Reuven and Shimon and one of them died. Reuven dies. And afterwards, little Yisach was born. Rashi calls him Levi. I, I can't do Levi because Levi is a different guy. He's a doctor that talks a lot before Sheer starts, whatever, holds up. <laughs> so then, so come Shimon, and he takes Mazal as a wife, as a Yavama, and then Vames, and then Shimon goes bye-bye. The first one, we call Mazal now the first one, Harishayna. You see, I called her Rishayna right over here. So Rishayna, what's going on over here? He cannot be Miyabim her because little guy was not in the world when she was actually married to little guy's brother, Ruvain. Bashniya, then we go over here. Bat Ayn lady is Shniya Mishum Tsarasa. She's the Tsara, she's the co wife of Mazal. So the both potter when Shimon dies. Also by Maimer. What if Shimon right over here doesn't marry Mazal? This little Mazal over here was because he gave her money. 
He said, I want to marry you fully in a year from now. Right now I'm going to be Mekadish you. Called, what is that called, Rabbi Isai? Maimer. He gives her money. So also, but Maimer, he gives her money. He didn't really marry her. So halachically, Midar did not marry. So Midar but Ayin is not a co-wife with Mazal. Only Midrabanan. Says Rashi, it's Miktas. Miktas related. Miktas meaning Midrabanan related. Theoretically, Midrabanan, he could be Miyab and Bat Ayin. But because this is the Rabbanan Kiddushan here, so they are co-wives Midrabanan. So Rabbanan said, Yisachar cannot marry either one of them. So what should he do? He can't just let them go and marry anybody in the street because Midaraisa, they cannot. So they require, Shniya requires a chalitza, batayin gets chalitza. If, uh, Americans might not even understand what's going on here, batayin. But it's like a hippie type of woman. She has a knapsack, uh, this, they're very fafrum. They, they see a lot of tehillim, they have a funny, a funny uh, whatever. But a uh, hip, hippie, hippie, uh, from lady. Omar Rav Nachman. Manetoni Rishoyna Le Mishnabesh. Manetoni Shniya Le Mishnabesh. You want to call Mazal Shniya, call her whatever you want. You want to call her Rishoyna, call her Rishoyna. What's the difference? Gemara explains it can fit in. The language can fit in. Manetoni Shniya Le Mishnabesh. Manetoni Rishoyna Le Mishnabesh. Sponsored by Moshe Yohor and Arish. Will sugar the original sugar shaker sponsored by In honor of Ed Kinsbursky, Brian Kinsbursky, and Aaron Miller for, the learn, for learning the daf. She is the first one to fall to Yibam. She, when her husband Ruvain went bye-bye, she fell to Shimon. Later on, Shimon goes bye-bye. So, Batayin also falls Libom. But first happened, case number one. If you want, and if you want to call her Shnia, she had... She married Shimon. When did she marry Shimon? After Shimon married Bat Ayin. So she's Shimon's second marriage. Ask the Gemara who told you. Why is that important to the case? Isn't it possible also that Shimon married her first and then he married Bat Ayin and they're still co-wives of each other who cannot fall to Yisachar? So okay, fine. You know, we're just talking about language here. It's possible that he first married Mazal and then he married Barai. Yeah, you're right. It's her second marriage. First she was married to Ruve Mazal and then Mazal married Shimon so that we could call her Shnia. You want to call her Shnia? Call her Shnia. Our Mishnah happens to call her, doesn't call her at all, calls the, the other one Shnia. Fine. Where do we see in the Torah such a concept? You see it on the chart, or if you want to be more accurate, period. They sat together. They sat together. But the little guy, he wasn't there together. And then from the next word, what do we learn from? That they could inherit each other. So over here we learn that it that brothers are only brothers from a father. If they only share a mother, they're half-brothers from a mother, they don't perform even Why? Because a half-brother from a mother doesn't inherit each other. If there's a problem, somebody dies, there's no inheritance. Inheritance goes from the father's side. 
If let's say there's no father, then there's no children, the brothers get it. So they inherit each other. Yachtov is a lashon of yichud, of that they're together in Nachla. We learn it from Yaakov Avinu. Look at the pasuk on the chart. Okay, there's another pasuk. There's two psukim. Bottom line is that they're called brothers, and all twelve of them we know had the same father. So you see. That being a brother must have the same father as it says in the Pasuk, B'nai Yovinu. So we learn, look at the Xerishava. By Yibum it says the word Achim, and by Yaakov Avinu's sons it says Achim. So it's Achim, Achim, Xerishava. Malana mena avalimeneim, by Yaakov Avinu they didn't share the same mother as we know. Avkam and avalimeneim. As says Gemara, Valelev Achva, Achva, Marayas. There's another Pasuk that says, if I could find my wheel, this is easier. <laughs> that's by Erva. The famous Pasuk by Eshesachicha. That's what we're talking about. Your brother's wife. And over there, it also means your brother from a mother. When it comes to Arayas, there's no difference between a mother and a father. If you share a mother, you can't marry your sister-in-law from a mother either. From your brother's, if your brother's from a mother, you can't marry his wife, the sister-in-law. So why don't we learn from there to Yibam that a, a brother from a mother could perform Yibam? Says Gemara Donam Achim Mi Achim. Look, are those words the same? No, one is Achim, one is Achicha, and over here the words are the same. Achim Achim. I much rather learn two words that are the same. Says Gemara, but what's the difference? It means the same thing. Achicha means a brother, and Achim means a brothers. So what's the difference? There's a very famous sugya. It's eleven times in Shas. We already had it from the beginning of Shas twice. That the Torah, the Gemara learns, Torah is telling us that when it comes to the Tsaras, negat Tsaras in a house, if a brick has an affliction, you remove the brick, you put a new brick, then he comes one week, two weeks. We learn Allah's from the first week to the second week based on two words. We do Xer Shava, they're not even the same. Forget about Achim and Ochicha. One says Shav, one says Ba. One means return, one means to come. But it means the same thing. Kindness, going to the house. So, but it's a completely different word. Coming and returning are two different words. Yet, I can learn Xer Shava like that. You're right. In that pasuk, in those psukim of Xer Shava, there's no better word. So we compare two words that don't match. They mean the same, they don't match. But over here, that I have a choice of learning Achim of Yibum from Arias and to tell me that it's from a mother also, or Achim from Yaakov Avinu, which the words are identical, I much rather learn from the identical words if I have that option. Says Gemara Valeilev Achva Meloit. Let's learn from Loit. It says the exact word Achim. And what do I want to learn from Loit? That what? Light was related how? Through father. So uh, that's exactly what we're learning, no? No, but we want to learn that a nephew could be miyabim his aunt. Because Light was a nephew. So let's learn Achim. So we learned many times when it comes to Xerishava, 
you need an extra word, and when you have that extra word that's completely extra, it tells you the Gzir Shava is so powerful, you can't, you can't refute it. So, there's an extra word by Yaakov. There's no, there's no need to put in the word Achim. We're all from the same father, meaning we're brothers. So the word is completely extra. So that gives us extra power, extra word, that gives us more power to our Gzir Shava, where we don't have that really by life. Although the Gemara says we might have it. Because we had the man, the Omar Rabbah, who comes along and says, I have a Gzir Shava. He learns it from Yachtov. I learned it from Gzir Shava. At the end of the day, why do I need both? Maybe I should learn from Loit. Maybe you'll say, there's no extra word by Loit. There is extra word. It should have said, instead of Achim, it should have said, Reim, friends. The Rishonim discussed it already. It's not the same meaning. Come to tell us that's extra. They must, over here it means a little different. They both inherit the same person, whereas a nephew never inherits the same person with an uncle. They might inherit the same person, but not they don't come from the same vantage point. One is inheriting as a son, one is inheriting as a, as a son of a son, but never as a nephew. Because if it's a yachtov, maybe the only way you do yibum is if they have, they share the same father and mother. All they need to share is one father. Why would I ever think that you need to share a father and a mother? When it comes to look at this pasuk, and the Gemara is going to tell us that it means the oldest brother should perform yibum. He gets all of the brothers. Inheritance. The one who performs Yibam, I mentioned I think in day one of Yivamas. The Ramah says, the Ramah brings that there's a, there's a, a minute sort of, that the one that performs Chalitza, he gets 50% of the inheritance. Makes a big difference. And who gets to do it? Let's the guy's a gazillionaire. He's worth $100 million. All the brothers scramble. Let me just, let her take off my shoe. What do I care? I don't have to marry her. I'll get $50 million. The oldest brother gets to do it. Says the Gemara. It says in the Pasuk. You see over here that Yibam has to do with inheritance. And inheritance means you don't need a mother. Maybe the whole entire thing is a big Chiddush that the Torah allows you to have relations with your own sister-in-law which typically it's awesome. We know you can't do it if you're just a brother from a mother. You have to be a brother from a father. So maybe it has to be a brother from a father and a mother. Maybe let's go extreme. It has to be a real, real relationship. Should we start the sugi? It's a very, it's a, let's start the sugi. We have no choice. So here, for the very first time, we're going to see the idea of Zika brought in the Gemara. Before we saw it in Rashi. Now the Gemara mentions it for the very first time. Shemeris Yavam, if we just take a simple picture like this, you have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is married to Rachel, and Reuven goes bye-bye. What does Shimon do right now? He, he's on vacation, he's busy, he doesn't know, he has to make up his mind. She wasn't so normal that one time he met her. Yes, maybe not. What is she called? Shemeris Yavam. She's, she's dangling. She's, she's a, she can't marry anybody else. She, she, what is, what's going on right now? Is there a connection between the two or not? Now let me show you real quickly. I brought my Zika kit here. 
It's not a nothing fancy. I just lesaber and saizen. We have over here because we, we're not late at all. We have over here the yavam. Actually, this is not good. Okay, forget this. But we're not going to forget it. Pretend this guy didn't go bye bye. This is the yavam. So it's it's very corny. But in Hebrew, this is called azikon. So what we're going to do here is we're going to put this through them like this. I'll show you in a second why it's not Nagia to us. So if he's a Yavam and he's not doing anything, that's it. There's a Zika going on. You see, they're connected somewhat. They're bond together. But the way to get this off, and I don't want to do it right now because it's late. If, if you remove your shoe, there's a way to do it. You could, look, this is impossible. This is like, you know, this is how they arrest people, right? But if you put a shoe here, uh, it's, here where's your shoe? I have, yeah. let's say this is a shoe. This is a shoe. You take this and you go like this and it comes apart. That's, that's how you take away Zika. That's one way to do it. Now, this is Shiloh, whether or not there's Zika Bechal. What is Zika and what does it do? If there is Zika, what can't this guy do? Could this guy marry this woman's mother? Right now, they didn't, he didn't do Yibam, nothing. All that happened is that his brother went bye-bye. And now there's Zakuk together, they have a bond. Could he go ahead and marry the mother or not? Maybe there's no Zika. Maybe he could marry the mother. Maybe there's another reason why he can't marry the mother. You know what that reason is? The reason is that if this guy marries her mother... Could he ever marry her? Absolutely not. It's a mother and a daughter. And what is he doing? He's mevatal the mitzvah of Yibam. He's getting rid of the mitzvah of Yibam. And that's awesome. You're not allowed to be mevatal the mitzvah. Says the Gemara inside If this woman who's waiting for this guy to make up his mind and do Yibam, if she dies, then he could perform, he could marry the mother. You see from here that it doesn't hold that there's a bond. This doesn't exist according to him. Why? Because how's, if, if there was a bond, they're like somewhat married, then how could he ever marry this woman's mother? They, had a, they were married together. They, they, they didn't finish up what they had to do. They didn't do yibum, but there was a zika. The Torah put them together. So you see from here, he holds no zika. So just tell me straight out. Why do you have to tell me a whole case? Just say, I hold ain't zika. And I understand what you're talking about. I understand. You let her marry this, this woman's mother. So if you look at this case right over here, on the, not on the, look at the chart. If there's three Baldwin brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and his two sisters. There's a case later on we're going to get to in Dafmem. And Ruvain goes bye-bye, comes Levi, and for no good reason he decides to be Makadish Rachel's sister. You see those two sisters? What happens? Since Rachel has a Zika to Levi, Rachel fell to Levi. You hear Judah? I see Mamish in tent. Or in tent. Rachel should be... Levi should do something with Rachel. He should give her chalitza, he should do yibum. But there's two brothers. Maybe she goes to Shimon, not to Levi. How, how strong is it? 
So the Machlok is what happens with Leah. Says the Gemara, I would think that whole problem is when there's two. And when there's two brothers, Levi and Shimon, that could take care of Rachel. So put, it, put the burden on Shimon. And Levi can marry the sister. It's not a problem, maybe in that case. But if Levi didn't exist, it's only Shimon, then it's so strong, the bond between Rachel and Shimon, that Leah doesn't exist. You can't marry her. You can't do anything with her. I would think that. So then say, So be very specific. Say, zero zika, even when there's only one brother that's so strong. I'll think it's only when they're alive. And I'm telling you that even when they're alive, this doesn't exist. Why? Let's, we'll, we'll go over it tomorrow a little bit more. But the idea we get, have a wonderful day.